no, 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 no. Before we can begin this episode, I must give you a warning. You would want to know if a bridge that you were heading straight for was completely out and you were going to be swept away into water, correct? This would be that sign. If tales of people fucking dead bodies, people murdering people, people murdering animals and videotaping it, uploading it, and so much more makes you squeamish and uncomfortable, believe me, same too. However, this episode and probably most likely podcast would not be for you. I mean, if you feel like being a little froggy and stepping forward and seeing if this shoe fits or these pantaloons are your style, come on in and check it out. But don't say... I didn't warn you. Am I, is, is it still on now, or? Yep, yep. it's always oh, on. Do yeah. I just keep going? Or? But don't worry about it. Like, don't even <laughs> oh, think okay. about these guys. Yeah. No. Okay, my name is Luca, and I'm a bisexual, and I like to sleep with both men and women, obviously, and I feel comfortable uh, completely with both. Um, and it's like 50-50 for me. Actually, right. it's a, actually it's a bit more. It's like sixty percent men and forty percent. Mm -hmm. yeah. Great, thanks for sharing that, Luca. You're very welcome. What the? Fancy meeting you here. I hope this finds you well, and for those of you who have never tuned in before, hi, my name is Harmony, and for all of you who come here every week, hi, and welcome back, my loves. Now, today I've got a pretty twisted and fucked up story for you. I sure hope you didn't come here for us to gather around a little circle, hold hands, and sing kumbaya, cause that is the farthest from what's about to go down. You see, in May of 2012, a man murdered a university student by the name of June Lin. June had his body chopped into pieces and mailed throughout Canada. Then, that's right, there is still more, a video of the vicious crime was posted online. I am slightly getting ahead of myself, so let's kind of backtrack a little bit and I'll introduce you to the story I have for you today. There was a really, really horrible stench coming out of a suitcase inside of a dumpster just outside of an apartment building in Canada. Up until then, for roughly a few days, the janitor smelled this like, mm, not so good stench, but he was just like, all right, someone threw something out bad, maybe it's just the trash, you know, didn't think a whole lot of it until roughly three or four days later when, as he stated, the stench began to choke him. He couldn't even breathe. However, nothing could prepare him for what he would stumble upon when he did go check out that dumpster and see what was reeking. He found the suitcase, which was absolutely, unequivocally the source of the smell. And when he opened it, he found a man's severed torso. All of the limbs had been ripped off. The other parts of the man, however, don't worry, would eventually turn up throughout the spring of 2012. But, as stated, they're not anywhere near the torso at the time. In fact, his left foot actually would show up in a package wrapped up by the Canada Post themselves. That was delivered to Canada's Prime Minister's office. Then, the package carrying his left hand was actually on the way to the Liberal Party. However, 
it would be intercepted. Sadly though, no one would stop the right side of his body from reaching its destinations. Two, that's right, not one, but two elementary schools full of children in Vancouver, British Columbia. Both schools started their day, you know, like any other normal day, and they got mail and they're like, oh my god, we got packages, who loves us? As they open these packages, they are greeted by severed, decomposing human remains. Yes, Alex, I will take trauma for a life for 500, thank you. It really didn't take long to find out who done it. After all, as I said, he filmed the murder and, of course, uploaded an 11-minute video of himself hacking up Jun Lin. This video was found on bestgore.com for the whole world to see. Yes, I know, not the whole world goes to gore sites, but you'd be surprised. Shock, awe, and gore sites are some of the heaviest foot traffic sites out there. We, as humans, are so fucked up. I know, I am one, and we are twisted. Have you ever noticed how whenever a car accident happens, everyone slows down and is rubbernecking? We are twisted fucks, let's just be honest. However, as twisted as you and I may be, how if something happens, we slightly want to know what it was. We're a little curious, that twinge of curiosity, that little bit of, mmm, that shouldn't be happening, that's not normal, but kind of interesting, super fucked up, I must know more. That is a normal response from humans, to have curiosity, to be a little bit interested in even the macabre, to be curious about the unknown things that go on, the dark side of the world, the underbelly, if you will. However, to be somebody who takes part in these things, to be the underbelly of the seedy, dark world, is a whole other experience. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about today, ladies and gentlemen, boys and ghouls. Today the story is not a whodunit. We know whodunit. It is more of a, a why did it get done? Why did you do it? What the fuck was going on in your mind? Believe me, you'll be asking yourself the very same thing. As I tell you all about one lunatic, one ice pick, AKA the horrendous crimes of Luca Magnata. Hi, my name is Lou Luca. Magnata is my last name, M-A-G-N-O-T-T-A. Luca Magnata was actually born as Eric Newman in Ontario of 1982. Now this whole name change to Luca Magnata was actually in order for him to, to reinvent himself. He chose the name specifically because he wanted to get rid of his past person, his past life, and all of the bad memories that came with his life as Eric Newman. He told a lot of people in his life that uh, a few messed up things had happened to him when he was a kid and he just, he needed to kind of rid himself of that so he started his own identity. The thing is, is nobody really, really knew per se what he experienced because the stories were everywhere and all over the place from this tragedy to that. Not saying that any of it is not true. I will never disregard someone's claims of any forms of abuse and trauma because I didn't live their moments. I don't know their life nor their story. But there is something to be said about the fact that whatever was troubling Luca or Eric, people around him said that it would be so disturbing for him that whatever had hurt him would cause him to randomly start punching himself in the face in fits of breakdowns. Side note, if you are not mentally ill, first of all, 
what is it like living my dream? Second, you may not understand why someone would do such things, but as somebody, buzz, what? But as somebody who is very mentally ill, I can tell you that sometimes I do things to myself I don't even understand. My brain's like, we should do it. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Okay, fine. That's whatever. Cool. Like, I trust you. You're running the show. Trauma makes the brain do fucked up shit. We are sure dippity doo gonna learn how fucked shit can get because of trauma with Luca, our boy here. It is genuinely hard to say what memory was torturing him so badly because of the things that he did experience. We know which are factual and which aren't, the claims that he shared, the things that occurred. Let me just let me just do a rundown of a little bit of the trauma that could have left Luca feeling some kind of fucked up. Maybe it was the memory of his parents abandoning him. At the young age of just 10, he had to go live with his brutal and extremely domineering grandmother. Or, or maybe it could have been something from like his teenage era of existence. I mean, he had learned and realized that he was struggling with his sexuality as a teenager in a very small little town located in Ontario, Canada. This didn't make his life any kind of easy. Living in a small town with a bunch of closed minds, that's not gonna be fun. Especially when you don't know if you like boys, girls, or all and in between. However, it could have also just been the absolute madness and psychosis that was stewing in this young man's mind growing into an adult. Luca, after all, had inherited paranoid schizophrenia from his father and had started hearing voices right around the age of 18. Side note, as a borderline, I can tell you that I deal with uh, sensations, voices, feelings of dread, seeing shadow figures, feelings of touch, hearing conversations, and so forth. There are so many different forms of what is known as a fractured mind, aka psychosis. Luca's absolutely was fractured, and without trying to fix or seek help, which as a borderline, let me just say that getting treatment doesn't mean you can be cured or fixed. I'm a borderline, which means I have absolutely no cure. That does not mean that I am not going to be treated. Just because I can't be cured doesn't mean I don't want to be better. Luca, however, didn't want to be better. Nonetheless, whatever it was that had been ailing Luca so deeply that had left him so disturbed, it had done everything in, in, in him to erase Eric Newman, whatever the pain was, he no longer wanted to identify with. So he actually rebuilt himself, including his whole face. Going through several rounds of plastic surgery and throwing himself into a new life, completely as a male escort and even minoring as a porn star. Even his family was kind of like worried about this. In fact, there's a point where his aunt, after all that had occurred, went on record and stated that the way his life was going and the dramatic changes in which he was doing and occurring of him, well, he was, quote, a ticking time bomb. And you know what? That bomb is about to explode. What a good boy he was. How can I live without him? I just cannot listen to him singing. Any recording of his voice only makes me miss him more. I wish he could be standing right in front of me now. 
I'm missing him so much. Every day I feel like the walking dead. The walking dead. Jun Lin was a 33-year-old international student from China who hadn't even been in Montreal but for maybe a year by the time spring of 2012 rolled around. All he really wanted was a friend. And this is where Luca comes in. At the time, Luca was 29 and he decided to reach out and contact Jun Lin about being friends. Jun was only happy to have one so of course he responded having no idea that he was starting to make contact with his murderer. Now, Luca claims that the two actually met on the night of May 24th. And they met because Junlin had actually responded to a Craigslist ad that Luca posted sometime earlier, where he had, uh, he had some hopes of maybe finding someone who'd be interested in a little bondage, some sex, you know, a little fun. And chick they fiends to fuck, you know what I'm saying? They want to get down and dirty, do some scrumping. Now that evening at around 9 p.m., Junlin sent one final text message to a friend. The next time anyone would see him again would be in a video. Uploaded, as I said before, to bestgore.com the very next day. As in the day after the text went out, the day after he met Luca. And this video, wouldn't you know, had a very unusual title. One lunatic, one, what? What? No, I'm sorry. One lunatic, one ice pick. I, I probably could have redone that, but you know what? We're here now. Maybe we could use that little fleb to lighten the mood and the tension, because this shit's fucked. As the video would go on to reveal, Junlin had actually been stripped completely naked, tied to a bed frame, while the music of New World Order blared through speakers. Luca then continued to hack him apart with an ice pick and a kitchen knife. Spoiler alert, he filmed every single aspect of this and then some, including himself both sexually violating and dismembering the body. Oh, also, let me add, he allowed a dog to chew on the body and allegedly even ate parts of it himself. Is evident in the video. This is because there's an extended version out there. Oh my god. It's like a director's cut from Luca himself. No, thank you. I'm gonna go throw up. I'll be right back. Hey, do you like the content that I create for you? Super. If you want to support me and those who help make it possible for me to continue to create this content, then head on over to doomandgroom.net. Doom and Groom is a metal branded personal care company based out of Denver, Colorado. They were founded at the end of 2019 by good friends of mine. Their aim is to be the most metal way to take care of yourself and your skin. They offer top quality ingredients and amazing scents that are exactly what you need to go forth and summon the doom. With tattoo bombs, body butters, beard oils, and of course, incredible sprays that will leave your mouth watering. Head on over to doomandgroom.net and see everything they have for your skin and hair needs. My favorite personally is succubus. Followed closely by Demise, Succubus is sort of a warm vanilla 
really, really delicious desserty smell. And then Demise is a wonderful coffee. Oh my god, it's so good. If you want to go check it out and even splurge and buy yourself a little something, I can get you a great discount. Simply use my code HARMONYDOOM and unlock a very special discount for your purchase. This code works every single time that you buy, not just the first. So head on over to doomandgroom.net and treat your hair and skin to the very best. And hey, you and I can smell practically the exact same if you use succubus or demise. <laughs> Thanks again to Doom and Groom and Jonathan Demon for all of these amazing products. So. I don't know what you're waiting for, but go head on over to doomandgroom.net, use Harmony Doom for a very special discount, and treat yourself. Hi, Rochelle Wild, and this is a Naked News exclusive. A global manhunt is underway for Luca Rocco Magnata, the 29-year-old man accused of brutally murdering a Montreal University student, uploading the video to the internet, and then mailing the dismembered body parts to Canadian political leaders. Magnata, a failed actor who worked as a stripper, a gay porn star, and male escort, actually visited our studios in 2007. He used an alias Jimmy and came in to discuss the seedy path that has led to his unusual lifestyle. What follows is a candid and often disturbing look into the depraved sexual history of an alleged killer. Now, Jimmy, you're an escort, correct? That's a very unique job. Tell me, how does someone end up in that career? Well, uh, I was a stripper first, and, um, you know, one of the guys uh, who I was stripping with said to me, he said, uh, Jimmy, since you don't like being a stripper anymore, um, being up on stage, you know, it's hard, uh, you know, hiding that uh, profession. You know, people uh, who I would know would walk into the club and, you know, see me naked. Yeah. Even though I told them I did something else. <laughs> <laughs> hard to hide when you're uh, naked on a stage. <laughs> So uh, he said, uh, once you get into something more discreet and you know, you, you know, keep your anonymity, right? Be 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 an escort. And I never know what it, knew what it was at the time. Right. So what's it like? What's it been like for you becoming an escort? Do you enjoy your work? Yeah, you know, I really do enjoy my work. Um, I get to meet new people <laughs> and, uh, all the time, and uh, you know, I'm I'm a people person, and uh, you know, it just worked out great for me. You know. Mm -hmm. Well, that's good. Now, it must be difficult, though, in your own personal life, you know, living the life of an escort. You must get a lot of flack from your family, your friends, people who are aware of what you're doing. You know, I'm not staying on the street corner soliciting right. in any way, like not a hooker, you know, like you know, a car drives by, you know, $20 like, you know, or <laughs> something like that. Right. You know, I, um, I'm like, it's really high, high end, high class, you know, clientele who I cater to. Right. And, like, you know, I don't really tell a lot of family and friends because, you know, the stereotype that's associated with it, you right. know, it's just not acceptable in our, in our uh, culture, basically, right. you know, oh, he's an, he's an escort, he's uh, a drug addict, you know, he's standing on a street corner, you know, he's, you know, he's addicted to everything under the sun, right? Right, but that's not your experience as an escort. No, no, my experience as an escort, I, I've, you know, traveled all over the world, uh, you know, I don't have to be a stripper anymore, thank God. <laughs> you know, um, I get to you know meet like you know really influential people and uh, you know a lot of um, you know great people around the city and internationally mm -hmm. and you know do like a lot of like high end things I've never been able to do right. in another profession. I get you know what the best part is. 
the best part about being an escort is um, I'm my own boss. I get to pick my own hours and I make a lot of money. <laughs> so having so much sex, I mean, does it ruin you wanting to have sex for your own personal pleasure? Like, you know, do you even bother having sex if there, there's no money involved? <laughs> <laughs> when I'm with somebody, it's like, Am I, am I with a client here, or am I with uh, somebody who I'm caring about? It Like, my feelings are all... Right. You Is know. It, though you find those lines blur between your personal yeah. life and your professional life. Yeah. Now here's the thing. This isn't the first time Luca made a home video and shared it to the internet. Do you have Netflix? Maybe, probably, most likely. I mean, I don't know. It depends if you want to pay the prices and with all this new crap, I don't know if it's worth it anymore, right? Anyways, I still have it, but I don't know if you do. And if you do, or if you ever did, did you ever see that documentary, you know, <laughs> Don't Fuck With Cat? That's about Mr. Magnata over here. That's right, it's about Luca, boy. You see, the thing is, Luca was already currently being investigated for very horrific acts of violence. If you're not mad because this POS killed a human and hacked his limbs apart, videotaping it, allowing a dog to chew on it while he gnawed on it as well, and fucked it, I don't even want to address the can of worms that's wrong with your brain. However, I will say, if this doesn't make your blood boil and grind your gears, I think that you really should see a therapist. You see, more than a year before he had killed Jun Lin, he actually filmed himself doing something very horrific. A group of online sleuths had been working together via Facebook to hunt down Luca because he had uploaded a self, I'm sorry, a self, a video of himself killing animals. Say fucking what? Listen, I know that people are shit. I know that they kill people. But when they fuck with the animals, I swear to God, something inside of me just goes Bleh! and I see red. I love animals. I love them so much. I love them, love them, love them. But I don't really like people. So like, you know, <laughs> people suck. They are conscious of what the fudge they are doing. Animals are usually slave to their bodies, you know, and they're wonderful and they're sweet. Yeah, some of them can absolutely destroy you and just eat you in a bite however they're so wonderful okay they're wonderful i don't fucks with them and i will never hurt them but when i hear about shit like this i lose my mind and if you don't if you don't if this isn't making your blood boil you know what we can't be friends okay because uh, i think something's wrong with you especially kittens man he does some bad shit i don't even want to talk about the video it's disgusting and heinous but I'm gonna give you some information on it. As stated, about a year and a half before he did end Jun Lin's life, Luca uploaded another video and he titled it One Boy, One Kitten. Sorry, not one kittens, two kittens. In which he suffocated two tabby kittens to death with a vacuum and a plastic bag. You know, I, I watched the title, but I also didn't even want to talk about the video, okay? <laughs> However, much like me, if somebody showed me anything like that, I'd lose my shit. And so many people on the internet did just that. Online sleuths lost their minds. They amassed an incredible amount of information to bring Luca down. 
they pulled metadata from his animal torture pictures, found evidence all about where he was hiding, and shared it all with the police, trying to stop him before he could kill another human. You see, they realized he was the same person in both videos. It hadn't been hard to track them to Luca, though. He'd been doing everything he could to build up his online presence. He created a Wikipedia page or several just about him. He did it two times, creating his own fake fan pages and spreading rumors around just so he could get attention. One rumor was that he was dating famed, I'm sorry, infamous serial killer Carla Homolka. She is a heinous human being who allowed her boyfriend and eventually a husband to rape and murder several women, including her very own sister. However, spoiler alert, Luca did make up everything. You know, he created the rumor. He created all of this to be something. So he wasn't hiding at all. And he was just a POS. However, the internet will find you if you piss it off. And Luca found himself on the wrong end. It was speculated that Luca had killed the cats for attention. Sadly, when people did contact the police about the cat killing video, the police were like, okay, I don't know what we're gonna do about it. They didn't do a whole lot. They brushed it aside and were just like, it's just cats. Sadly, and most heartbreakingly and also very foreshadowingly enough, People who did reach out to the police let them know that this this is this man is going to turn into a murderer. He is going to kill people. Seriously. He's getting the joy. Like he's getting his rocks off here. Like this is fucked. The police were like, no, no, it's okay. Don't even worry about it. Mm. They should have listened. They should have listened. Because I mean, you heard, and shit's fucked. Of course, Luca did turn around and kill someone. Like, that's exactly why we're here. He didn't stop at the kittens. That wasn't enough for him. It didn't satiate him. But I guess if you're like, twisted and fucked up, ain't no satiating happening. You're never gonna feel that hole, that sustenance that you need because something is wrong. Something that only like a therapist or a padded room could help you with. And that is coming from someone who would absolutely love a lovely vacation in a padded room. A little bit of, what can I do to help you today? How you feeling? I'll even take the little jacket, that little accessory I could use a lovely little snuggly self-hug for a while. Maybe I'll be in a chipper mood for longer. Whoopsies, my mental illness is showing. Obviously, a lot of videos are out there on the internet of some f***ed shit, right? Like, there are things out there that probably look rather real, but you know what? <laughs> Spoiler alert, they're not. It's crazy. Coming from someone who edits for a living, believe me, you can make just about anything, do anything, and look like it's real. But it ain't. But it ain't. However, when the video of Jun Lin's death was proven to be absolutely very real, police began to like, you know, hunt down this killer. They were like, okay, something, something needs to be done. This was no kittens, this was a person. Side note, I do not know why I gave these Canadian authorities a Western, almost Texan accent. That feels absolutely incorrect, but we're gonna freaking go with it. After that janitor in the very beginning of the story at Luca's apartment building, spoiler alert, uh, he found the torso with papers that identified the victim just right nearby. Police decided to check around the building and they, that, they found cameras because like, you know, I mean, 
It's everywhere has cameras. Well, maybe not in 2012, but they had cameras. And uh, this is when they found some rather uh, interesting footage. They did, in fact, see their victim. Yep, he was right there on camera. You know who else was with him? His killer. He was entering the building with his murderer. It was Luca. Obviously, after the police saw this, they went immediately to Luca's apartment in that very building. When they found blood on that mattress, in the bathtub, in the refrigerator, and basically all over the apartment, they knew they found the crime scene. However, they didn't find the crime committer. Luca was gone. Now they did actually have to match the torso to the mailed remains, realizing this was actually a person complete and they knew exactly who their victim was. By that point, Luca had fled. He was gone. He was like, bye-bye, see you later. I ain't coming back. He was all the way in Paris. Of course, because he is an absolute genius. He was living under his own name, easily allowing authorities to follow his trail, you know, just like, hey, I'm Luca Magnata. No, unrelated to the other one, but yeah, that's me. After he got to Petty, he went to Berlin. But police were heavy on his tail in pursuit. They were gonna get this fucker. And don't worry, <laughs> they're about to take him down. They ended up finding him just hanging out at an internet cafe in Berlin on June 4th. When the police came in, Luca was Googling his own name. He was all like, okay, let me see. What are they saying about me? Are they talking about me? Am I famous yet? Am I famous yet? No joke, this guy was obsessed with himself. That's why like, I'm not giving a ton of attention to him. But oh my god, he was obsessed. If you know what a narcissist is, <laughs> yeah, that's a Luca. That's a loco Luca. On a real note though, the police even noted how he was just like smiling and reveling in his fame. The fact that he had headlines all over the world. And most of all, that people were looking for him. Made him feel special. Do you have a body? Do you like to cover that body? Because, well, you kind of have to according to society's rules. Well, allow me to show you where you can go to buy some of the coolest clothes. If you head on over to thedriveclothing.com backslash oh hey it's harmony, you will be greeted by some of my favorite clothes and accessories out there. For a good while, I have been closely working and affiliated with The Drive Clothing Company. Even before I began working with them, I've supported this company for quite some time. I love them and what they stand for. Head on over to thedrive.com backslash oh hey it's harmony for a very special discount that you will unlock with my link. You will be greeted by some of the cutest clothes, most incredible accessories, and lowest prices. In fact, right now they are running a special. Our $100 mystery boxes are half off, only $50. Who knows what you could get? When I tell you I am obsessed, I am obsessed. And I promise that you will be too. You will vibe with the drive. And in no time, you too will become a driven one. So head on over to thedriveclothing.com backslash oh hey it's harmony and check out everything they have to offer and hey get yourself a little something and get that lovely little discount that comes with my link. All right, let's get back to the show. 
He was looking at itself and he was wearing a wig and he was combing his hair. After the killing, he still is fixated on his own self-image. He's an extremely vain man. Now, Luca told a psychiatrist while he was waiting for his trial to begin that something in his head just snapped. It's like, like this weird energy came over him and all of a sudden he just needed to do something and that something was kill Jeanlin. And that's because mainly while they were entering the apartment, apparently, he saw a black car outside and it made him get this feeling that Jean was actually a secret agent. Quote, tie him up cut it is the voice that he heard in his head telling him quote do it he's from the government then oh there's so much more the voices in his head after he was done slitting john's throat and chopping up his body luca said that the voices told him quote give it back to the government that's the whole reason that he actually ended up mailing out the body part. Not that we needed an actual reason because it's fucking twisted. No reason needs to be had, okay? Now, of course, just because Luca says it, it doesn't mean it's the truth. The thing is, is a lot of psychiatrists who have checked out and looked into all of this when it comes to Luca believe that none of this was like a disorganized jumble of thoughts that just happened to occur because of a psychotic episode or maybe like a mental break. This seems a bit more premeditated, a bit more like he knew what he was doing. In fact, many people believe that he knowingly committed these crimes, especially the murder, for attention. Remember, any attention is better than no attention, and that even means negative attention. I am gonna go ahead and let you know I'm gonna end this whole episode rather soon because I don't want to give a whole lot of attention to Luca. Luca is a very, very bad man and he only wants attention and I'm sure he's sitting in his jail cell somewhere trying to find any way that he can hear anyone talking about him because he is so obsessed with himself. So, to sum it all up, Luca is in prison for the rest of his life, and though he is seeing some form of consequence for the family of his victim, it is not enough. And that is because Junlin is gone, and Luca made sure of that. <laughs> I know you want you want to speak with us so you can tell us more about your son and tell us about what he was like. So please tell me about Junlin. Tell me about who he was and, 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 and what you loved about your son. Since he was a child, my son was very smart, soft-tempered, and a cute little boy. Everywhere we went, people would come up to him, pat him gently on his little head, and say, oh, what a cute boy. Okay, now that we are done talking about Luca, <laughs> ew, don't want to give him any more attention than he does not deserve. If you've made it all the way to the end, thank you. I love you so much. In fact, if you are here, especially because I feel like duty, could you do me a solid? I would be so grateful. If you could go to wherever you're listening to this, 
follow what the actual f maybe turn on any notifications so you get alerted when i put a new episode out and hey if you are able to rate it can you give me like a great rating and maybe leave a little review of how much you love my storytelling and me or you know how much you don't like me and how i should probably get a life because you're correct i should i really do appreciate you guys and thank you so much for coming here whenever i do release an episode i know i've never really been the best with the schedules but you know what so is how it is i am just the way that i am however until next time all i ask is that you stay safe i'm gonna be propped up in bed hoping that this sickness leaves my body soon like the demon that has compelled itself inside of me oh, i'm so sorry about that oh seriously let me out it hurts in here shut the fuck up and get back in there bitch hopefully next week i won't be feeling so down in the dumps you know maybe i'll feel a little bit better that way i can come here and tell you a really fucked up story one that's gonna leave you wondering what the actual f was that harmony what the fuck like today anyways Talk to you on the next episode. I love you guys. Bye.